Hey guys, Josh here. This is part one with Guy Moon from Guy Moon Boxing. Absolute legend. Let's get around him. We are sitting here right now in Guy Moon Boxing Gym. And it just smells like hard work. How, how much actual hard work goes into creating this smell in here? There's, oh. It's a vibe. Well, hello for a start. And uh, yes, um, <laughs> it takes a lot of hard work, a lot of hard work, blood, sweat and tears. If you look over, we had some people in last night. We've uh, got a little, a few drops of blood on the uh, on the uh, in the ring there. So uh, yeah, yeah, just it's nice and funky, funky sort of smell. You're looking good today, guys. So obviously, wasn't you that? No, no, it wasn't me. No, no, it wasn't me. It's not my blood. As you can see, though, my nose has been around the block a few times. I was just going to ask, how many times have you actually broken your nose? I don't know. I've never won- <laughs> well, I've never ever had it looked at. Oh, really? No, no. Yeah. I got hit in the cheek a couple of months ago, and they did an X-ray, and they said, "Look, there's some issues with your nose," <laughs> and I said. Um, yeah, look, no, don't even go into it. I said, don't go into it. No, nah, it's fine. What is that conversation? That, look, there's some issues with your nose. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, I said, look, well, I've it, got it a works. mirror. Works. <laughs> Did you act all surprised at the time? <laughs> yeah. Like, I didn't even know. That's right. That's, that's right. Yeah, I said, oh, really? Yeah, this is deviated, she said, and I'm like, oh, well, there you go. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, Guy, I've been talking about you for a long time, and what initially intrigued me about you is your social media platform. <laughs> Who runs that? Is it you? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So where did this – is this just all out of your head and just yep. in? Yeah. And was it hard to start executing? Did you have to teach yourself or did you just pick it up straight no, away? Straight into it. Just yep. straight into it. I just thought I'd do something a little bit different and, uh, you know, I'll see something. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll see something, um, uh, an ad or something, and I'll think, oh, I can use that somehow or I'll see Scooby-Doo or I'll, you know, I can look up something. So I can go, I can be uh, on online and I'll go, oh, cartoon characters. And then it'll, up they'll come. And I'll think, what can I do with that? Nothing. What can I do with that? Nothing. What, oh, I can do something with this. And then I'll think all of a sudden one day I might think of Dallas, a TV show yep. from back in the day. And I'll think, what can I do with Dallas? What can I do with, you know, and it's just that sort of thing and then it just sort of goes from there. But people do get, ask my wife and say, oh, do you do it? And she says, yes, it's her. <laughs> Is that because it's genuinely funny as? Like, <laughs> you've put some funny stuff out there and for people listening, just to describe it, a lot of gyms have very much, this is what we do here, fit people lots of action shots and people posing in mirrors. Yours is more based on humour and sarcasm. And <laughs> a lot of sarcasm. Yeah. And lots of memes, for the lack of a better yeah, term. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just fun. It's just fun. Um, and I, I, I often say to people, because what I'll do is I'll get home after the gym or whatever and I'll start working, people have said to me before, oh, you know, you must spend a lot of time on social media. I say, well, I, I only do it. <laughs> oh, you don't actually I, look no, at anyone else? Oh, no, no, I do, yeah. but I only am. I only do it for that reason. Yeah. Like I do look at other people's stuff, yeah. But I wouldn't be on there. I wouldn't be putting up anything I don't think otherwise. I think that's what I actually really like about it. It's very, it's a very unique branding to you. Just different. It's, no, it's just it's unique. <laughs> unique to you. So you 
it's almost like the way I'm wearing a flanny all the time. It's yeah. it's just you can see that type of humour and yeah, yeah. straight away and, and now the way you've I turned can, up here today drunk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like it's that's, just that's it's unusual. It's, it is unusual. It's, it's, it's just me. That's, yeah. that's it. You just yeah. you just roll yeah. with it. So let's roll back a little bit and just I want to hear about eighteen year old guy. Yes. Who good looking rooster? Was he good looking rooster? No, no pre deviated no. septum. Yeah, pre deviated. <laughs> right. Because I've heard you're a bit, bit wild. Oh yeah, there was a little back bit of in that. the day. Yeah, yeah, there was a little bit of that early early days. Certainly, yeah. So when did you get into boxing? Did you get into boxing because you're wild and you needed to be able to like stick up for your mates? Or no, no, not really. I just so boxing started with me back in about 1983 or 1982. I saw a fight. Yeah. On TV, mm-hmm. when these were in the days when uh, big heavyweight title fights were on free to air television. And I watched this fight, and I must have been 12 or 11 or something. And I saw it and I went, oh, I wouldn't mind doing that for a living. And then I went for a run. I went for a run around the block. And then I got back. Oh, I went for another run around the block. And that was the first time I'd ever had much to do with with boxing or anything like that. And then I just followed it for a while. And then it wasn't until I was about 17 that I really, or 16 or 17, that I really started to get into it and I wanted to get involved. In those days, there was nothing much of a uh, boxing. I was from Daniloquin. Mm-hmm. And uh, there wasn't much in the way of boxing going on there. And I certainly didn't know anyone at that stage. And so, uh, you know, we just started getting onto it, getting involved, getting pe- getting to know people, all that sort of thing. And then uh, it just sort of went from there. And certainly back in those days there was, um, yeah, I was, there was a lot of partying maybe and not as much training and all that sort of thing. But uh, that sort of changed over time and we, we got rolling. So did you compete? Yes, yeah. yeah. Well? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not just in the streets? <laughs> no, 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 Not no. no. I never the... really fought in the streets or yeah. anything. No, you just, never, well, you, were was... you like the man that your mates would go, hey, if you mess with us, we'll sit guy on to you? Yeah, that did happen a little bit. Now, I think it happens to a lot of people, <laughs> yep. you know, in different ways. But the funniest one ever was uh, I was in uh, Wagga and we were at a nightclub called Choices. Choices was the, uh, the nightclub of... Uh, Everyone was going to, so we were there one night and we were sitting in a booth. And uh, not unlike how we're sitting now, and we're in this booth and um, this fellow comes running up, Guy, Guy, uh, Greg, there's a guy called Greg on you. Greg's in trouble, he's on the dance floor, he's in a fight. And I'm like, oh, it really doesn't have anything to do with me. (laughs) And he goes, yeah, 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 he's in in a fight, you've got to get down there. So I hauled myself up, walked down, and there's all these people spread apart from the dance floor and there's this Greg in the middle. And these three women. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, what's going on? Oh, they're bashing him up. (laughs) I said, well, they can continue. (laughs) And I walked back to my little seat and I just forgot about it because uh, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, you're not going (laughs) to get involved in that. I'm not going to get involved in that. Yeah. (laughs) What's that got to do with me? Exactly. (laughs) I never never forget the look on his face. He was all wide-eyed. Oh, and they're into him. I don't know what he did. Or maybe he had all three of them on the go at once. Oh, maybe, and they all just decided. Turn turn on him. Well, we were young blokes. They were a touch older, these ladies too. But... um, (laughs) Not that, not that. No, 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 no judgment on it. Age, we're not ageist here. I'd be older than they are now. Yeah, now yeah. I'd be older than they yeah. were then. Much yeah. older. <laughs> Might have looked at them funny or didn't, yeah. wasn't no, polite. 
I would have thought. Just typical Greg behaviour. Yeah, you know. So what, know. which weight division were you competing well, in? Well, in those days I was a welterweight. So just for people that don't know boxing, what sort of weight are we talking? So we're talking about 60 kilos, 60 up to maybe 60. Oh, gee, I don't know off the top of my head to be, to be honest, but maybe it was in 60. And then I was a junior middleweight, so middleweight's 70. 72 kilos, so under 72. That's still fairly light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you like us, like I like us, get onto punchingsideways.com, give us a bit of a likesy, have a bit of an exploration around and maybe buy us a coffee. So is there anyone out there at the moment that people might know, a big fighter that's at yeah, that weight? Canelo Alvarez, he's... Probably the number one pound for pound fighter in the world. He's a middleweight uh, and a super middleweight and a light heavyweight, but he's yeah. he's probably naturally a middleweight. Were you training really hard to maintain that weight though? No. Were you naturally that size? Yeah, no. Yeah. I, I didn't have to um, boil down to get to that or anything <laughs> like that. I just was that size. I've seen your son running yes. about. So I'm gathering you were sort of a similar build yeah. to that. Yeah. So it's Harry? Harry, yeah. Harry. Yeah. Harry's quite slight, yes, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, it seems yeah. just as when I see uh, this is going to sound bad. When I see his face, he's got a guy face, <laughs> like a um, just seems very committed. He is. He's really yeah. committed. He's really committed. And not that I ever wanted him to get into boxing or anything like that, but he used to come down and just train away and muck around as a kid, and then he got more and more into it, and now he's doing really, really well. Yeah. Yeah, so word on the street was that he was running the socials because you wouldn't have the capacity as an elderly, elderly, (laughs) non-tech savvy person. person. I think you'll find find I'm hip with the kids. Really? I'm really hip with the kids. Um, If you ask anything, like listen to this. Kids about their hips. which (laughs) Listen to this. I know things like um, WTF. Not DTF. I could say you, yeah, yeah, I don't. <laughs> That's good, don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, or I could say yo dog. Oh, righto, yo dog. Is, is yo dog a hip with the kids or is that like a hip with like I think that's what people the like 1970s think kids? I think that's what <laughs> yeah. people like me yeah, think. Yeah, that's a kids hip with Snoop Dogg, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yo dog. I just want to see, like in my head. Yes. Obviously everyone's seen Rocky. Yes. Is that you running around like when you're – Training for like it's competing. Not, not unlike that. Not unlike Rocky. No, yeah. Not unlike that. Yeah, right. Except it's uh, the montage goes longer. Yeah, okay. You know, so, and you don't have that backtrack to it, especially, you know, when you're running along or something, there's no, you know, rah, rah, rah. Unless you've got, in unless your, you've got, in, yeah. in what I call wanker pods, are the ones yeah. that they're just, the ones that fall out. I don't, nah, don't get one. her on wanker pods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're the cordless, like, Bluetooth type okay. scenario that hooks in, I call them the wanker pods <laughs> where they walk around talking to themselves. That's not hip with the kids to say that, though, <laughs> at I, all. Can I ask a question? This is something coming from a boxing family and anyone who has actually fought has an opinion on this do you regard Sylvester Stallone as the most capable actual boxer in the Rocky franchise or who would you put above him in terms of who could translate into an actual because a few members of my family think that he actually would have been all right oh he probably would have gone he he probably would have gone all right (laughs) I mean I don't know he's probably listening so I don't yeah of course the last thing I want to do he's next on the list Sylvester's listening he wants your opinion yeah well look he has right of reply. Be, He's yeah, next yeah. on the list okay. to so, interview. So I'll actually. put it like this. I'll put it like this. Probably not. 
Probably. <laughs> yeah, it's probably very not. diplomatic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he was, yeah, yeah, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> but then he always speaks well of me. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I. Every I time he uses to... the word guy, you're just thinking that's, that's right. That's you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do. When anyone says, see you guys, I'm always thinking to myself, isn't it nice that I get, I'm the only one that gets, you know, yeah. by name. Yeah, exactly. Even if they don't know me, you know. That's exactly yeah. right. I want to know how do you pick out a good boxer? Like, do you just see someone coming? Obviously, you've sized me up today walking in. Yeah, go, yeah, yeah. it's probably only a month until I train yeah, her up and yeah, she's she'll be fine. competing. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly that was uh, my first thought, actually. Yeah, in fact, so. my first thought was, you know, that's a face I'd like to punch. <laughs> you know, I thought, I looked at it and I said, yeah, look at this. Her nose yeah. is I'd like to wipe the smile off that face. <laughs> that smirk. She, she does actually. smile yeah, too much, doesn't she? Yeah. Yes. But um, no, what happens is that anyone will come in. And really, it's like anything else. The people who sort of want to do it mm-hmm. are gonna gonna go go well, and people who do what they're told will go well. And, and as I say, that's and I'm talking about in a learning sense. Mm-hmm. So you can always tell if you say to someone, "Keep your hands up," and they keep their hands up. Yeah. Well, that's a start. Mm-hmm. You know, if you tell them to keep their punches nice and long, and they do, it's a start. All of those things. But I'm a real believer in the fact that you could just, you know, I could get anybody going. And the main thing about boxing when we're training the fighters is that you've got to, act, it's got to be like they're your own kids. Mm-hmm. You've got to, we'll, we've been to fight nights and there's guys there and out they come to fight and they can't fight. Yeah, okay. And the sad thing about that is someone has said to the parents of those kids, and I, and I say, say kids, they could be 25, mm-hmm. but someone has said to the parents, I'll look after your son yeah. or your daughter, I'll look after them, and then they don't because yeah. they send them into a situation where they think things are going to roll on really, really well, but after a punch, one punch, they go, they know that they're undercut and yeah. that they're not going to do any good. And that's, and that's something that we work really, really hard on to make sure that people are – like Harry could, could have fought by now, mm-hmm. young Harry – he could have, and he'd go well, but I, he, I, I want him to be really ready. Yeah. So that on his worst day, he'll do well. On his worst day, I can trust that he'll still do really well because you pay with your health if you don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why do you believe that people are, as you say, guy putting younger people in the ring unprepared? Are they rushing them in yeah, there just r- by choice or is it? Yeah, I think the kid says, I want to fight. And then uh, they say, yeah, yeah, okay, cool, we'll get you going. And then there's a fight night coming up. Yeah, I'll get you someone. And they see them on their best day mm-hmm. and they go, on their best day, they'll win this fight. But you've got to, as I said, prepare for the worst day. It's always got to be the worst day. And also, you know, it's to do with the sparring you're getting and all that sort of thing as well. Yeah, so the quality of the people that they're sparring with. Yeah, 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 I think that's really, really important. You know, you can look a million, I know this is a cliche, but you can look a million dollars on the punching bag, million bucks on pads, million bucks. You can move, you know, you can everything. But you learn to fight sparring. And if you have substandard sparring, it just shows up. It just shows up. It's like I could say to you today, oh, I've come in, I did 10 rounds boxing this morning. Oh, you look fresh. Yeah, yeah, I hardly raised a sweat. That's because if I've boxed against someone who wasn't quite up to my level, Mm -hmm. it's easy. Yeah. But once you're in with someone just a bit above you, 
that's where the heart rate starts to rise up and they're on you and they're throwing harder shots than you used to and you have to be awake for the full three minutes and, you know, there's no break and da-da-da-da-da. I don't know how I got started talking on that. I don't know. <laughs> no, so could you take us through, just say I came to you and yep. I'd been fighting, so to speak, and I thought I was ready. Yep. I'm a young guy. You're definitely not, by no. the way. And Yeah, correct. <laughs> and what do you say to people to put them maybe from whatever lack of reality that they're stuck in into reality like oh, as they a work it out themselves. business owner and yeah, obviously they work it out themselves so what we do is we'll get them on often not often i shouldn't say that sometimes someone will come in and they'll be saying oh look me and my mate we've been training at home we're ready to go rah, rah, rah. oh that's great that's great maybe you are and then they see the sparring in the ring mm-hmm. and that's a real shock to the system if you haven't seen it because you see two little featherweights that uh could kill you yeah <laughs> you know what i mean to put it and, yeah. and there they are moving and looking you know doing their work and punching and seeing that sort of often will bring someone back to a bit of reality and if that doesn't the warm-up and doing the work on the bags and all that sort of thing and and just doing that it seems to bring people back and people are normally really really happy to go okay so now i know where i am yeah and we go from there. But if a guy came to me and said, I want to fight next week in that situation, I'd just say, no, well, you're not. <laughs> Tell me, who's your lost champion? Now, I'm putting this in a perspective of there's someone that you've seen with so much talent but just doesn't like the fighting part of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, like doesn't have that want to get their yeah, face. yeah. Yeah. Punched well, in, the, like me, yeah, like me. I don't want my yeah. pain, but well, no I like the whole to. idea of being able to protect myself mm. and everything and potentially, I'm not saying this is a thing, but potentially, hypothetically, I could be, you know, just have talent yeah. in boxing. Yeah. I reckon we've had a lot of really talented people through, mm-hmm. especially girls, yeah. and they just don't like punching people. We've got a girl at the moment, Sherry Fowler, who comes along, and Sherry's uh, she's got all the – all the punches, she's got all the moves, she's got the whole lot, but she's got her kids, she's got a family, yeah. she's got all those other things. And so she's one that certainly could have, could, could still, even now, be anything. But, you know, the thing is that she probably won't uh, get the opportunity just with everything else that's happening in her mm-hmm. life and that sort of thing. We had a great fighter, Matt Hasler, yep. who um, was uh, touted. All over Australia as being, the, you know, this 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 talent, and he had such talent. And then he just had other things, you know. You, yeah. He started doing his work. He built a house. He was, you know, and so all those things go. I never, ever, ever, ever feel downhearted about someone not boxing. Okay. And the reason for that is because that's how you get hurt boxing when you don't really want to be there. Yeah. You know, for whatever reason, whether it's because you've got your relationship issues, whether you've got your house, whether you've got your mortgage, whether, you know, you've got all these other things in your mind, unless you really want to be there and it's your decision to be there, mm-hmm. you can just run into all sorts of trouble. So I've never ever thought, and if people say, oh, that person had all the skills, well, they did, but they didn't have, have the mindset. And if mm-hmm. they don't have the mindset, that's just another skill. Yeah, and it just wasn't their go, and that's fine. And I'd much rather people people say that than end up getting into a, a situation where they're not where they're wanting to be. Yeah, mm. well, the psychological thing's a big thing with sport yeah. now too. Yeah. That's why they implement all this other meditation and all these mm. other things to get your brain right. And I know when I've dealt with 
just football injuries. Sometimes you can be physically fine, but you'll get injured because your brain's not ready to yeah. trust your body yeah. or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. So it's just it's incredible, isn't it? So we're talking about people that are preparing to fight. Yeah. But this is also a business that has in this room that we're in has people come to train purely for fitness. Yep, yep, a lot of people are yep. purely for So fitness. how do you as someone that's running these classes and teaching and how do you balance the people that maybe you know are going down one track? They're here to learn yep. to fight to potentially be in a you know, yep. a semi professional yep. fight or professional and mm. the rest of the class that's here purely for fitness. Yeah, so Basically, I assume that they're all here for fitness unless I'm told otherwise. Okay. So I just assume that you've come for a bit of fun unless you say to me, look, this is what I want to do. And very few people say that first couple of months. And normally it's after a little while they start to see that they're doing well and they you know, they, they say to me, you know, can I get in and do a little bit of light sparring? And so we, we might do some jab-jab sparring or catch-counter sparring or body sparring or just to see how they like it. Mm-hmm. And then we might build them up a little bit more and a little bit more. I never train, when I'm here for a session, I never train with the people because they don't pay for me to train. Yeah, You know what I mean? So I, I, I wouldn't train myself. I wouldn't do my own training during a session, but we all work together. So we've got professional fighters here, we've got amateur fighters here, and we've got the general public, and they all train together. They all do the same warm-up together. They do pad work. They do all their work together. The only thing different, obviously, and we all work on the same technique and Mm -hmm. on the same – they all work on their slipping and moving, all work on their their countering, all work on all these sort of things – the big difference is, of course, is that the uh, fighters all spar and do their sparring work as well and and, and uh, do that little bit extra, you know. So I'm very intrigued. Firstly, I just want to paint a picture of this gym while we're still talking about it. It is covered. It's like the epitome of what you'd see in the movies. <laughs> Wouldn't you agree, Josh? It's just mm. it's got all the old school photos yeah. on the wall. There's signed. You've got a favourite signed photo up there. Would you like to tell uh, Ernie us? Ernie Shavers. Yeah. Yeah, so Ernie Shavers, we met my wife and I. I've only ever been overseas once and that mm-hmm. was uh, we were in Vegas and we met a few oh, people Oh, I thought he'd there. come to the gym. No, no, no. No, no okay. No. And, uh, well, it's a, so we've, I've got a photo with Roberto Duran over there, which um, he's a uh, – you probably have never heard that name in your life. But no, but I'll uh, act like it's impressive. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. well, it's pretty impressive. Um, <laughs> and he um, – uh, but, yes, we met them in Vegas and, um, yeah, just great. So there's all these pictures of members. There's your memes up on the Some wall. Some of the memes, too. Some yeah. of your memes, memes on the, up for a while, yeah. On the wall, just boxing bags and all like a ring. It's quite tight and compact, mm. but it it feels it feels like a little like actual space it where you're gonna. It, the boxing is bleeding out of the walls. Here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's probably the best way best way yeah. to put it. But so I'm very intrigued though. So we've got boxing, which is a very like full-on type personality persona, but you're a pastor. Yeah. So, guys, we thought that was a good spot to finish up part one. In part two, we carry on the discussion, which just came up, about Guy's life as a pastor, how that impacts his life in general, and also his boxing. We also talk in part two about guys' real feelings on the UFC. So keep an ear out for that. So thanks for listening. Thanks for the great comments recently about the punchy episode, which was just Mel and I. That was very cool to get some great feedback for that one. 
go to punchingsideways.com, press on something, listen to something, hopefully enjoy it. And yeah, thanks so much. We'll talk to you again soon.